Hello and welcome to the Second Tier Betting, your specialist podcast for punting on the championship. You've got yourself a championship expert in me, Ryan Dilks, and your pro tipster. It's Jimmy the Punts. Jimmy, how are you? Hello, yeah. Oh, good, thank you. How are you? I am great, thank you. I'm fully in the Christmas spirit now. I've got my Santa hat on. I'm going to be wearing Christmas jumpers for the next week, even though it's after Christmas after that point. Got Christmas socks on. Going to be eating mince pies, pigs in blankets. I'm going the whole hog, Jimmy. It's that time of year when who cares what you weigh anymore? (laughs) Just stuff yourself with turkey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't fairer than that. No, absolutely not. Well, this is the second tier betting, ladies and gentlemen. What we're going to be doing is be giving you our nap, our next best and our long shots for the coming weekend in the championship. Our best bets. As always, please gamble responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. We will add the disclaimer that, of course, there are plenty of games which are set to be postponed on Boxing Day and the day after as well mainly because of COVID, of course, as uh, you're probably aware, unless you've been living under a rock for the past few days. Unfortunately, my nap has now been postponed. It was going to be Sheffield United to win against Preston, but just before we've started recording, that game has now been postponed. And I will be honest, listener, not many other bets stood out for me this coming weekend. So I didn't want to go out there and just put down anything without uh, having been fully researched if you know what I mean so it's only going to be two bets for me this week uh, which is irritating but unfortunately because of the way things are going I won't be surprised if some of our other tips are also postponed Jimmy because it seems to be going that way doesn't it but anyway let's crack on with things we'll, we'll start off by recapping how we did last week Jimmy how did you get on? Yeah, it was okay. Um, my nap come in, both teams to score no in Barnsley against West Brom. That finished nil-nil. Um, my next best was Tyrese Campbell to score any time, but that was void because the game was cancelled. And then I uh, card Trixie at one out of three come in uh, with Bogle uh, getting a booking on Monday at Craven Cottage. But I, I don't think Moa and uh, McGree considered a foul between them. So a bit mixed, but uh, profit. So can't complain. Profit. Profit, that's all that matters. I did not have a profit. I had an absolute stinker last week. Non-correct. However, I can't help feel I was a bit unlucky with all of them, really. My nap was West Brom to win to nil. If West Brom had their shooting boots on, then that would have sailed in because Barnsley created absolutely nothing in that game. Bristol City to be winning at half-time was my next best bet. They were winning, but Huddersfield equalised just a few minutes before half-time. So that was agonising in itself. And then my long shot was Blackpool to win 2-0 against Peterborough. They won by two goals, but the final score was actually 2-0. No, the final score was actually 3-1, wasn't it? Not 2-0. So a case of so close yet so far for me last weekend. Hopefully, it'll be a bit better this week, despite me already being a bet down already. Uh, we'll go on to your nap, Jimmy. What is your best bet for Boxing Day and the day after? Yeah, it uh, comes from um, Borough's game against Forest, and I've gone both teams to score. No, uh, that's best odds at 9-10 to 10 with 10 bet. Uh, and I'm just looking at Wilder's first six games as uh, Borough boss. Um, they've conceded four goals, and all of those um, came in his first three games, during which Borough conceded an ex- expected goals against of just 1.39 so desperately unlucky to score as many as they did and um, none of their sides generated an XG of over half a goal in those first three games um, and the goals were a uh, yeah, consequence of 
calamitous mistakes, mistakes that appear to have been sort of weaned out. Um, as each of last each of Borough's last three games have seen this bet land uh, as well. The side have kept a clean sheet in each and scored twice. Um, so in watching the transition from Warnock to Wilder, Borough's positional and tactical awareness of the players has improved massively. Um, as the new boss looks to have stamped his authority, uh, stamped his identity uh, on on his uh, on his side already. Um, and I was just thinking, with, with the visitors playing a similar system, they're both like three at the back. Um, I think the two sides could cancel each other out uh, on Boxing Day, which is why which is why I don't fancy it to be a goals fest uh, exactly. And, and looking at the two managers, there is there is a mutual respect between them. I know Wilde is a massive fan of uh, Cooper, and I think he even recommended him for the uh, to take over a Sheffield United boss when Wilder walked or was sacked or whatever happened there. So I just think, um, given uh, Boris seemed to have turned the corner defensively. Uh, and, and the similar sort of tactical, uh, the similar sort of tactics that both managers deploy in the mutual respect. I think, I think this game could uh, could see a, a lack of goals, and, and I don't see both both teams scoring. No, I I'm I'm on, I'm on board with that myself. I think one thing that we've said quite a bit about Borough and Forest on the main podcast is that they both desperately need a striker in January, and that's why I think considering both teams are also very good defensively. That's why I think I can see this one not necessarily being a goal fest at all. So, yeah, both teams to score no makes complete sense to me. As mentioned at the start of the show, my nap was meant to be Sheffield United to beat Preston, which was 11-8 to at Bet365, but that's now been postponed. The only thing I'll say about this is maybe keep an eye on Sheffield United's prices for the coming weeks because I've got a strong feeling that Sheffield United are going to be the team to beat in the second half of the season. So any price that's similar to 11-8, to 8, I think, is good value. Would you agree with that, Jimmy, being a Blades fan? Uh, yes, yes. It was uh, it was exciting on Monday. A cautious yes. <laughs> a cautious yes from you there. Yeah, cautious yes. But it was exciting on Monday um, against Fulham. I obviously got I know uh, obviously got our noses in front early, but the thing that struck me uh, particularly in comparison to Jukanovic was the um, defensive solidarity. And and I know there's cliches in your area on every phoning every phoning station around the country, but just the basics, the the endeavour and, and the work rate is is gone on uh, is uh, in privileges and bounds, and and that's what every fan wants to see, and and it's what what you need in this division to grind out results. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, as I say, for the next, whenever Sheffield United next play, keep an eye out on their prices because I'll take anything over evens right now, depending on who they're playing, of course, but I'll take anything over evens for a Sheffield United Wings. I think they're going to be on fire for the next month or so at the very least. Um, let's go to, on to our next best bets then, Jimmy. What have you got? Yeah, and it's on the game on the 27th, Derby versus West Brom. Hopefully that'll go ahead, but like we were saying off air, it, that, that, it, that could be called with the COVID cases in the West Brom camp. And I'm um, dutching two correct scores. West Brom 1-0 at 11-2 with Bet365. And um, no first goal scorer, which is essentially 0-0 at 10-1 with Bet365. And I'm advising a point, and so you should have um, 0 0.63 points on the 1-0 West Brom and 0 0.37 on the no first goal scorer. And um, and that guarantees you three points profit if either come in. Just thinking about it, if the only goal of the game is an own goal, then they both come in, which should be sweet. But I don't think that'll happen. But backing no first goal scorer does cover the own goal, so you just get that added bit of security. 
Um, then last episode, I tipped West Brom both in score no in the game at Oakwell, and with them travelling to another one of the one of the basement boys, I think I expect a similar sort of game to play out. Um, though I am being a bit more bullish here, as there's obviously a clear pattern developing when when the baggies go to to the to the sort of worst sides in the league and that's maybe that's a bit unfair but if you look at the results against the promoted sides it was 1-0 they won against Hull 1-0 they won against Peterborough 0-0 against Blackpool um they also drew uh, they also beat Reading 1-0 recently Reading have been struggling and obviously 0-0 in their last game against Barnsley now Hull Peterborough Blackpool Barnsley Reading all deployed similar low blocks against um West Brom, and it appears to be uh, Ishmael's kryptonite. Um, he said when he joined, like I said on the last show, his side will be an out-of-possession team. And, and obviously, unideally for this season, but if they go up, that I think they're going to be made for the Premier League. But it just means against the more defensive-minded sides in this division who don't want the ball, you, you, you're not going to see goals. You're not going to see much action. It's, it's going to be a bit dull because it's just two teams sort of waiting for the other one to do something. Um, now, the, the exciting thing about this angle is, is Derby's, Derby's record for nil-nils, 22.7. So just under a quarter of the games this season have ended in stalemates. Um, that includes the game against Fulham and the reverse of this fixture. And by that um, percentage, it means that any price of over four to one for the nil-nil here would represent value. Now, bet three six five. I know first goal score at ten to one, so you're getting more than twice as much. So it is it is a, it is an outrageously valuable price. Um, but like I say, West Brom, I've I've managed to get their noses in front against uh, Hull and Peterborough. So I, I just think covering covering both scorelines here is uh, is. Um, a more pragmatic uh, way to do things. A couple of caveats to this angle is um, West Brom. I think they still sit top of the power for XG. Um, they generate they've generated plenty in those games against the sort of basement boys, the newly promoted sides, the low blocks, more than enough to win the games comfortably. But like I say, that they, they haven't, they, they can't for whatever reason get the goals that the chances deserve. And another caveat is goals have actually been uh, they're more than likely at Pride Park Derby. Uh, seem to have the more goal-leading games in front of their home fans um, for whatever reason that may be. The the 3-2 against Bournemouth stands out uh, in recently, but a, a few of their, their recent games have got have seen plenty of goals. Both teams are scoring over 2.5. But like I say, I think the, I think West Brom's XG and, and Derby's tendency to score more goals at home are worth ignoring given the overwhelming evidence that West Brom struggle against the low block. So uh, yeah, Dutch in the one nil and the nil nil. No first goal scorer, both with three six five. Yeah, yeah. I have nothing to add, mainly because it may be similar to my long shot later on. Uh, my next best bet is from the Fulham game, Fulham against Birmingham. I've gone Fulham minus one on the handicap, which you can get at six to five on Paddy Power. Now, I think everyone's aware Fulham are struggling for results, aren't they? Five games without a win isn't great reading, but I'm confident it's only a matter of time before they get back to winning ways because despite not winning, they've been playing very well. They've just been fairly wasteful when it comes to actually putting away chances. If they were coming up against a fairly decent opponent this game week, then I'd probably think twice before backing them, but Birmingham are really really struggling one win from seven has seen them slide down the table at an alarming rate it's mainly down to injuries players missing and a general lack of form for some players you've got the likes of scott hogan troy deeney 
Lukas Jokovic, none of which have got going this season. They're a club really looking forward to January, although Libo has already revealed that they haven't been given any money to spend, which is concerning, but completely irrelevant to this bet. Um, in their last three games, Birmingham have lost by two goals to Millwall and by four goals to Blackburn. Fulham are better than both of those, so a similar margin looks a real possibility to me. And Fulham have also won by a two-goal margin in 11 of their 13 wins this season, which is a pretty impressive ratio, if you ask me. So I fully fancy Fulham to finally get back on the horse this uh, this Boxing Day. And uh, I think they'll definitely do it by a two-goal margin, considering they've got form for doing it so far this season. So Fulham minus one on the handicap against Birmingham, six to five at Paddy Power. Right, long shot time. Jimmy, what have you got for me? Uh, yeah, it's um, from Millwall's game against Swansea, and I've gone for a Billy Mitchell card at seven, at seven to two. Um, but bet three six five. Not, um, not, I'm staying away from the tricks this week. Just uh, nice and simple, a single card. Um, M- Mitchell's enjoying a run in the in the uh, in the line side. He's um, playing recently in central midfield. He's actually racked up seven yellow cards in his uh, 43 game long career but five of which have come in 12 starts this season um his, his career cards per 90 average is 0. 0.3 uh granted it's from a small sample size but um it means any price of over five to two would have represented value here so pretty exciting and looking at the dynamic of the game You'd expect Swansea to dominate the ball as they have done all season, uh, and given it at the den, that could uh, frustrate the home fans and just sort of encourage the, the likes of Mitchell and that to uh, go a bit gung ho and get the ball back. Um, it's also worth noting that Tim Robinson has the whistle for this one. Um, in sixteen, he's refereed sixteen uh, second tier games this season and averaged four point seven five cards per game, which is one of the best averages in the division. So you got um, a valuable price. Uh, a game, a game dynamic that that'll suit cards for the home side, if you get me, and, and a great ref. So, although it's not outrageously long, I, I just couldn't resist seventy-two on Mitchell to be carded, and I didn't want to complicate it by uh, chucking it into a tricksy when this game's getting getting cancelled left, right, and centre. So, Billy Mitchell seventy-two with bet three six five is uh, my long shot. Yeah, I like that. It's worth pointing out Swansea also have two of the most fouled players in the league with Ryan Manning, mm. who is actually the most fouled player in the league. And then you've got Ethan Laird as well, who is also one of the most fouled players in the league. Both are wing backs, so not direct um, opponents of yeah. Billy Mitchell, but I'm, I'm guessing you'll have to go over at times and that may attract a, a few more fouls for him as well. So, yeah, I like that one a lot, Jimmy. Uh, my long shot, as I kind of alluded to earlier, is similar to something Jimmy has already mentioned earlier in the show. It's Derby v West Brom to have no goal scorer. Um, last time I checked, it was 11-1 to 1 at Beth V65, but I think you said it was 10-1 to 1 now, didn't you? But uh, either way, you're getting a big old chunky price for this one. Now, actually, before I get onto this, I'll start with an apology because I tipped a nil-nil in a game a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember what it was, but someone on Twitter told me off for not going no goal scorer. And they're absolutely correct uh, for telling me off because I can't apologise enough, listener. Remember, if you think the game is going to be nil-nil, then bet on no goal scorer in the goal scorer market instead, because if there's a goal and it's an own goal, then you'll still win. It was a rookie error by myself. I cannot apologise enough. 
Um, so, yeah, I, as Jimmy was kind of saying, I may be repeating a lot of what you've been saying here, Jimmy, but Derby strangely have a brilliant record against the top sides in the division. They drew with West Brom in the reverse leg of this game, drew with Fulham and beat Bournemouth in the two games against Fulham and West Brom. They drew after essentially parking the bus, and I think the same could very well happen again here. Derby have been great defensively this season. Only Bournemouth, Fulham and West Brom have conceded fewer goals than them. And that's mainly down to the evergreen pairing of Curtis Davis and Phil Jagielka. Both have been exceptional this campaign. Um, West Brom, also great defensively. They've got the best defensive record in the league. And considering Derby are the second lowest scorers, it would be quite the turn for the books if Derby actually went and even got one goal here. So I'd be very surprised if Derby were to score. Will West Brom score? Considering they've been so wasteful in front of goal, it's going to be difficult against a stubborn Derby defence. Jordan Hugel is the most wasteful striker in the league statistically. Callum Robinson is also up there as one of the most wasteful strikers in the league as well. So, yeah, I, I definitely fancy 0-0 for this game. West Brom have drawn 0-0 in three times in their last five games. And I think 11-1 to or 10-1, to whatever it is, uh, for it to be four in six is cracking value in my book. And considering what you were saying earlier, Jimmy, I'm guessing you 100% agree with that. Yeah, 100%. And if I was to favour any score, it would be the nil-nil. Um, oh, well, no, first goal score for everything we've been saying. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get on to our treble for this weekend. We'll combine our best bets then, Jimmy. If you add together Fulham minus one on the handicap, both teams to score no in both the Middlesbrough and Derby games, then you get a fantastic price. Get this, on Paddy Power, £10, pay £73, which I think is a bloody good treble, that. So that's our treble for this coming Boxing Day and the day after. Derby and West Brom, both teams to score no. Middlesbrough and Forest, both teams to score no. And then Fulham minus one on the handicap is uh, £10, pay £73 at Paddy Power. I really like the look of that one. Um, let's quickly go through our bets then. Jimmy, what have you got for Boxing Day and the day after? Yeah, I've uh, my nappies, both teams to score no in Borough's game against Forest. That's at 9-10 to 10 with 10 bet. My next best, I've dutched um, two correct scores. West Brom uh, to win 1-0 at 11-2 with bet 365. And no first goal scorer, which is essentially 0-0 at 10-1. Also a bet 365. Um, and then my long shot comes from Millwall's game against Swansea, and I've gone Billy Mitchell to be carded at 72, which is also with Bet365. Bang on. My nap was going to be Sheffield United to win against Preston, 11 to 8 at Bet365. Considering everything we've been saying in the show, I would more than happily swap out my. Um, both teams, my nap actually, uh, and have both teams to score no in the West Brom Derby game, which you can get at, at 17 to 20 at Betfair and Paddy Power. So I don't think I need to explain it, do I? We've gone through it plenty of times on this uh, podcast already. Uh, so we'll swap Sheffield United to win uh, for both teams to score no in the Derby West Brom game. Next best bet, Fulham minus one on the handicap against Birmingham, which is six to five at Paddy Power. And then my long shot is Derby Blue West Brom to have no goal scorer, which I thought was 11 to one at bet 365, maybe 10 to one at bet 365. Either way, cracking value, whatever the case. As always, please gamble responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. The only thing we've got to really sort out, Jimmy, is wishing our listeners Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all our listeners. We'll be back again at... Ooh, when are we next going to be back? We'll be back after the um, 
this game week that's coming up, obviously. I'm not sure when. The fixture schedule is all over the place, but we'll uh, give you our best bets at some point uh, before the game week after that. I can guarantee you that. So, Jimmy the Punt, thank you for your time today and Merry Christmas. No, thank you. And uh, Merry Christmas to you too. <laughs> oh, cheers, mate. I've been Ryan Dilks and to you, listener, thank you for listening. Thank you.